Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You are listening to Claret and Blue, an Aston Villa podcast brought to you by Birmingham Live. Hello and welcome back to the Clarence Blue podcast. My name is John Townley and I'm joined by Aston Villa club correspondent Ashley Priest to look ahead of look ahead to the club's trip to the London Stadium to face West Ham on Sunday, 2pm kickoff. Ash, are you okay? Yeah, fine. I'm ready to body more Heath and back, which is good. I've got a drive that's like that. So at the start of the day, I was like, oh dear, here we go. I was outside with my shovel. I was like, <laughs> but then all of a sudden the, the sun come out and um, all was well. So I um, got there fine, and I think there was a bit of there's an hour delay to the the presser. I think I think Emery had the players out a bit later when it went sunny. Snow was all melted. I think it, a bit more bit more work in the afternoon. So it was made to wait, and it's worth the waiting. Then John, given the, the news about Diego Carlos could be involved. So um, yeah, um, back from the presser, and yeah, all, all eyes lead to Sunday now. Yeah, obviously playing a West Ham team who uh, I think it's one point out of the bottom three. I think I don't think they're in it yeah. just yet. Hopefully after the weekend they will be. <laughs> um, obviously they're struggling, but we know also Villa are good away from home. So you know if you're a betting man, I suppose you put your your money on on Villa. I presume it's you know it's a good opportunity to make it. That would be I think is it would that make it five or six wins out of seven? We've won yeah. four out of three. So yeah, five wins out of six. I think it would be. Yeah, good opportunity, Ash. Yeah, spot on, mate. I mean West Ham's home for me isn't great anyway. Um, they played in Europe last night as well. <clears throat> so they're coming into this one off the back of a 4 0 hammering against Brighton last week as well. So, yeah, yeah um, it's a real chance to try and end our hoodoo against West Ham. Don't beat them, do we? Yes. I haven't beat them a lot in a long time. I think, um, away from home, it was 20, 2011, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, long time ago now. So I haven't beat them in nine games either, home and away. So, so yeah, um, Hopefully we get the results Sunday, but this Bubakar Kamara injury is going to be massive, I think, especially with Dendonka as well, being a doubt. So, yeah, they're there for the taking, um, but it's just midfield area for me with Villa. Knowing yeah. Rice is in form, Suchek's a big powerful presence who's caused us problems before from set pieces and stuff. So it's whether Villa can handle not having Kamara available is the, the, the big question and one we'll look at on Sunday, but good chance to go there and, and get three points for sure, John, especially given Villa's away form. Let's not forget about that. They have scored, I think it's seven goals in the last three at home, West Ham. But as you say, that over the course of the season, though, the London Stadium, it, it can be, a, I suppose, quite a toxic place at the best of times. Um, so Villa can go there knowing that, you know, as you say, with a bit of confidence that we've played away from home, you know, played well away, well away from home mm-hmm. under Emery. Um, we've got everything to win the game, but just say, I think it's the midfield that's, the main sort of concern. We'll move on to the uh, press of what was said in this afternoon's press conference. I think most of it was, at least in the written, uh, sorry, broadcast section was Moyes, West Ham. Obviously, there's a sort of talk of puts Lily into the game. Villa, at least from the outside, there's not a lot to um, sort of report on it if you're a national or whatever it may be. But one of the sort of, I suppose, bits from his press conference that are more so newsy would be the um, 
he was asked about European qualification. He sort of batted it away, didn't he? Saying yeah. that it's not like the priority at the moment. But at the same time, I suppose it's not much, not too much of a of an angle because Villa are only what five points from seventh. But he did yep. say that we can still achieve that if we get, um, you know, the results that could you know take us there. Uh, there's 13 games left to play this season, so exactly all to play for, I suppose. Yeah, for sure. We've got Bournemouth next week as well before the international break. And there's some winnable fixtures in there. You look at Forest at home, Fulham at home. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's what he said, basically. If we win enough games, we might be in and around the the, the European qualification spots. But like you say, he's, he's batted it away. It's a tough ass to do. This season for him is top 10 finish. He stayed away from the relegation battle He, um, he when he took over. He's, he's done well in that, in that sense. And now, can he break into that top 10? All eyes on the Chelsea Leicester game tomorrow, three o'clock. Um, hoping for a Leicester result there, and then Villa will have an extra incentive on Sunday to go and get a result at West Ham, push them back in, in the top ten, heading into the Bournemouth game. So yeah, nothing, nothing too much from the, the broadcast section into the the written section, which I was in. There was he was asked about uh, Emmy Martin as his time wasting, um, given his five bookings in, in ten games for, for exactly that. Um, Got him on uh, Ashley Young's contract situation. Yeah, Amy Buendia telling him to calm down a little bit at times, which we, we've heard before. But but yeah, he um, he wants Aston Villa to continue their away form and, and the momentum they've gathered away from home. And um, he wants to suss out this home form because he wasn't happy with last week, especially the second half against Palace. So um, it's just just every day now, training pitches, nailing this game plan. Making sure everyone's comfortable with it, even those coming in, in into the eleven, like Callum Chambers will be probably on Sunday. Um, and it's just just work, 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 relentless. And yeah, they've got the next few games to, to to do that before the end of the season. So yeah, it's just training, focus, now this game plan, and make sure yeah they find that winning formula. As you say, Ash, the the, the lines about Young and. Uh... And the, uh, the Martinez antics, etc., etc. They'll be live. I think it's half past ten. The embargo. I think I'm right in saying. So yeah. you can read those on Birmingham Life. We won't touch them on this podcast because they're literally embargoed. So, yeah. How do you rate Villa's chances in Europe? I know we've just touched on it, but five points away from Fulham. Fulham yeah. without Palinia for the next couple of games. I know they missed him as well against. I think it was Brentford was the last game. Yeah. Um, Brighton are flying, and you obviously got Chelsea above us too. Newcastle are dropping, so it's. Very um, sort of interchangeable, I can see that. But I just don't know if we're in that conversation yet. I think if we picked up, you know, a win against Wolves, you know, like Bailey in the last minute and didn't slip up against Leicester, would be right in amongst it. would be like, you know, a, a point or two perhaps separating us from the European positions. But I agree. I think it's probably just well, half, well, we've like a third into the season when we changed Gerard. So that was a bit sort of late, I suppose, to, you know, for our chances of doing that. And I think Kamara as well missing, you know, potentially the next month or as we'll touch on in a minute, maybe a bit less than that. But yeah, how do you rate for his chances for Europe? I mean, I'm kind of in the camp of let's try and just get top 10 and then for next season, let's see where we are. Because even if we were to get top seven this year, that's a, not a problem for next year. But I don't know if we're ready for it in some of the squad as well. I mean, yeah, the, the, the built up a gap now between those below them. Seven points is quite a healthy gap to have ahead of your, your palaces and, and wolves and people like that. So, so the gap's there in terms of looking behind them. So looking forward, they've got a multiplier, haven't they, John? They've got Chelsea coming up. They've got Newcastle at home. They've got Brentford, Fulham back to back in April. So um, there's big chances there to get points off those above you, which will certainly help matters. So it's in their hands, really. If they want to go and kick on and show some form, go on a bit of a, a good run. They need to, like last week's show, that they've got a result at home. Uh, first clean sheet under Emmy at home as well, which is which is good. 
So, um, yeah, they need to go out and do it, really. It's a good incentive for them to look up and chase down the pack. It's always better chasing, isn't it, than being chased. As I've always said that. So, um, they've got a more to play as well. So, yeah, good challenge. Good challenge for the group of players that. And I hope they can do it. But, yeah, like you say, he's slim. Looking at the Premier League table now as it is and given the form you like to Brentford are showing and have Chelsea turn the corner, we don't know. We'll, we'll wait and see. So, um, yeah, go and chase them. Like you say, the season doesn't have to peter out just because you're wasting mid-table. Far from it. Go and, go and try and jump up, a few, jump up a few places. Go and try and beat the ninth place finish from 2011. You know what I mean? Make it memorable one. Make it a good finish. And I'm yeah. sure Emery will be hammering that into his players. Yeah, I think that's the point. It's top 10 and that's what's in the pressure as well. He wants to kind of build the foundations of a team and we'll get the top six when we're ready or the top seven. We'll get that when we're ready to get it. It doesn't feel like we're quite ready yet. And everything that we have seen is just, you know, being positive. But there's, um, yeah, there's still, you know, things to do and there's still a summer window to come as well. So you say only positive, yeah. uh, positive news on that front. Injury update then from today's presser. We'll start with Kamara because that seems to be the sort of main headline, I suppose, from the press conference itself. News obviously came out was it last week that he was out for a month um, yeah. or around that, you know, time frame? But he seemed, I don't want to say optimistic, Emery, that's kind of putting words in his own mouth, but he seemed that way, at least in the broadcast section. He was, I think he was asked, so is it a long-term injury? And he kind of said, we're going to check it basically, you know, game by game, which is probably more encouraging than him just saying, yeah, he's going to be out for, you know, up to four or five weeks and we'll see how it goes. Because you've obviously got an international break as well coming up soon. So yeah, potentially more positive news on Kamara rather than a negative, um, you know, a big negative, should we say, when he limped off and we were all kind of fearing the worst that his season might be over. Yeah, exactly. Like you say, I think the key line today, it's not too serious. And like you say, John, the international break coming up is a bit of a blessing, really. Two weeks off there. Give a chance to come out to get back up to speed, and we could see him against Chelsea, given what the news we've seen. But the game by game basis, yeah, they'll, they'll assess him next week as well. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a bit of a bonus in that sense. We've got this break coming up, so it's come at a good time. And like you say, I all feared his season might be done, given the way he fell over and he had to be carried off. He, he couldn't put no weight on his ankle, and it's a bit, bit of a dodgy, dodgy challenge as well, wasn't it? So you did, did fear the worst at the time, but yeah. Given what Emery said, he's in a week by week basis. Okay, he's out of tomorrow. I mean, sun, Sunday, but have a look again next week and got a break after that. And then. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. April the first, Chelsea maybe that could be the one pencil in. Yeah, and his replacement against Palace was obviously Callum Chambers because Den Den Donker wasn't uh, in the squad. I don't know if we're expecting him to be in the squad. I think he said that maybe there's a late fitness test or something uh, on the Saturday. Was that the line? I think. Yeah, they'll check him over tomorrow. I mean, he's called a domestic accident. I think he's done something with at home with his hands. He's had a hand injury. He's not been he's not been able to train with with the group, so he's doing one to one stuff. A body more in the lot. He says tomorrow we'll wait, but he will be a doubt, is what Emery said. Dindonka. Um Leander had a domestic accident and he's progressing with us this week, but has not been involved in the normal training sessions. So it doesn't really look good, does it? Really, he hasn't been able to work in on the shape, especially in mid, that midfield area. is so crucial. 
and with Chambers coming in last week and playing last half an hour alongside Douglas, some of the photos from training as well, you see Chambers and Douglas on the same team. I think he's pointed to Callum Chambers, Callum Chambers masterclass in there. But, uh, yeah, he's played that position before for Fulham, got player of the season there. I think it's a perfect game for Chambers, really. Look, look who's in there with him, Suchek, Rice, big lads. I think he can mix it with them. Um, so it could be, a, as opposed to playing your, your, your Man City or something with intricate footballs just buzzing around you, I think this could be a game that suits Chambers. Yeah, so it'd be interesting to see him on Sunday. I mean, he hasn't played too much football. Um, so him in with a two with, with Douglas, yeah, we'll see what happens there. So, but yeah, um, Dendonka, big doubt. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a bit of a shame because you you kind of waited all this time to get back in the team and he did impress under Emery at the start. And I think, well, Brentford, obviously Emery wasn't there, but he played well under yeah. Dank 4-0 and then the Man United game, Dendonka was, you know, brilliant again. So that is a shame that he's, once he's, we want to call on him, he's, you know, either injured or for, for whatever reason, um, unavailable. And you mentioned Carlos at the start of the show, Ash. I think what's the update with that is maybe being in the squad perhaps for the first time in what will be like nearly seven months, I think. Yeah, he's a possibility for Sunday to include him in the squad, which is good news. Um, so, yeah, I think he'd be on the bench. I can't imagine him playing at all, to be honest. I think if he's an injury at the back, I think Chambers will probably slot in. And so I'm going to probably, probably come in midfield. So yeah, I think he might be on the bench just as a bit of a, a bit of a boost for himself, really. A bit of a confidence booster. He's back before the international break, and yeah, I think he'd be in the squad on Sunday. Back on the bench, it doesn't mean we have to have two keepers on the bench. Then we can fill out fill out a squad, a squad sheet as well for once in the yeah. Premier League. We fill out a twenty man squad, squad squad sheet. So yeah, he'll be on the bench Sunday, and uh, he'll get back in the groove of things. And yeah, we'll see him before the end of the season. I think, which is good. Yeah, we'll go on to the uh, well, our predicted eleven uh, against Palace. It was Moreno, Buendia, and Ramsey that were kind of in the I call the kind of free positions that are sort of up for grabs at the moment. Obviously, Kamara, yeah. which, is a, which is an issue. Do you expect, apart from obviously Kamara dropping out, you know, say Chambers is probably going to slot into that role? I'd be surprised if then Donker comes in. You say, given the uh, comments Emery has made, I think mm-hmm. the only change that I could see is. Um, I don't know if I can see any changes actually, apart from that one, because I think Moreno played well against Palace. He did. Is lively. Um, yeah, can you see any changes? I don't think I can, apart from the obvious uh, Chambers for Kamara. Yeah, the left back situation fascinates me, John, because obviously against Everton, we was all expecting Moreno to play. Um, mm. Going into that one, and then Luca Dean started away from home, a bit more, a bit more defensively sturdy, Luca Dean. Um, was Moreno's great going forward, isn't he? He's a real thorn in Palace's side last week, Moreno. So maybe, I think maybe Dean might be trusted away from home against against the more physical sides. Moreno, I mean, Luca Dean. Moreno's quite small, isn't he? And getting used to the demands of the Premier League. I might see Luca Dean slot back in there, given his experience. I'm not sure. Yeah, I think the, it's clear that the pair of them are sharing game time at the moment, but with Moreno preferred as a home left back and maybe Luca Dean away from home. The sure things up that way, and and yeah, maybe Luca Dean, maybe a change at left back. Um, I'll swear, I think Ramsey just about keeps his place. Leon Bailey played him against Man City away, didn't he? Started him against Everton, did he? As well, yeah. locked yeah. him away from home as well. Leon Bailey, I spoke to some Villa analysts at Man City about <laughs> Bailey and about, about the game plan. The game plan's always been when Bailey plays, the plan the counter attack. Um, and inject that little bit of pace on the break. Is Bailey doing enough to come back in? Probably not. I think it'd be Ramsey on the left and Buendia to partner Watkins, I think. I think I think he'll go with that way. And 
yeah, I think maybe Luca Dean comes back in, you know. You've kind of won me over on that one. I think Dean probably will come back just because you say, you know, you know what you're going to get from Dean. It's kind of like, not necessarily all frills at the moment with him, but defensively sturdy, as you say, probably more so than Moreno. I and mean, that's not to suggest that Moreno isn't. It's just that we know that, or I say we almost don't know yet because he hasn't been tested. Yeah. And again, I'm away from home. Is that the game to do it? Possibly not. I think that's probably one one of the reasons why Emery wanted to buy Moreno in January rather than wait until the summer when he might be even a little bit cheaper, potentially. Yeah. Um, you know, give him that 15 games or so to get used to the Premier League. We'll go on to predictions, Ash. I, uh, I don't know. It's a difficult one. I think West Ham again, poor in a form, but a team that's scrapping for their life. One point out of out of uh, relegation zone at the moment. And obviously they got the result against uh, the team in Iron Apple. <laughs> that's a great one. <laughs> um, yeah, that's probably come at the right time for them. I was obviously getting whooped by uh, Brighton. They did beat Forest 4-0, to be fair, as well, away, uh, at home. But that was um, a bit of context would be, you know, the four goals came at the end of the game. Forest have got, like, the worst away record, I think, in the league. So and we've obviously got one of the best at the moment, especially in Emery. I think I'll probably get Desmond, though, 2-2, two, two, I think, is what I'd, what I'd put down. Uh, don't get me wrong, Villa can win the game, but I just don't, I don't know. I, I don't think we're going to, you know, we can't win every game away from him, can we, from now until the end of the season? I mean, we can, but... It's obviously Villa aren't going to do that. So yeah, I think I'll go two all. Two two. Bit of chaos on the road for Emery. Emery will be pulling his hair out, John. He will. <laughs> he will be, mate. Telling you, Danny's going to score, isn't he? Oh yeah, of course he will. At least once. He's got five goals in seven games against Villa. Not a bad record, old Ingsy. He'll come back to haunt us. He was rested last night. I seen that. So he didn't come off the bench last night in Europe. So Moisey's Moise keeping him fresh for Sunday. Yeah. I'll probably go one one. I'll probably go one one. Draw on the road for Villa. Um, take the point back to Brom. Tough game, isn't it? West Ham never beat them. Bogey team. Yeah, it has um, been. So yeah, difficult game for Villa, especially with that Kamara. We like Kamara in there, who's so important as we know. So yeah, Villa to lead, and then Danny Ings to nick one, obviously. So one one. Yeah, I think that's probably the most classic Villa thing that could happen. Um, yeah, I mean, I'd take a point, I suppose. You, you know, in this run of games, if you can get what you can away from them, and then at home you've got Forest coming up. Uh, Bournemouth as well so you win your home games get what you can on the road even though West Ham aren't doing great those teams at the bottom of the league will start to pick up points now won't they because they're so you know far away from 40 points it's going to happen hopefully we're not going to be caught out by that and we can take all three points from the London Stadium that will just about do us do us for today Ash uh, we'll be back for a post-match on Sunday night I think Dan and Matt will be back in the seat for that and yeah we'll be back in the midweek as well for some more shows thanks everyone for watching the preview and please leave a like rating and subscribe and yeah hopefully we'll be having or talking about uh, another three points on Sunday night Cheers, everyone. Thank you for listening to Claret and Blue, an Aston Villa podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, then please do let us know. We love hearing your feedback. We'll be back soon with another episode. But until then, up the villa. Up the villa.